back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I'm your resident psychotherapist, Tom Stevens, here with Nick Stevens, who runs the show Everything, Everything Behind the Scenes, and even more in front of the scenes. If you haven't caught it lately, the guy is doing live streams now, reacting to music. So, Nick, you've got a lot going on. You keep adding to your plate. I know. I keep, you know, one day, if you're not here, I gotta, I'm just going to have to be the one to take over. Out. So. I know, like, when to bow out. You're just moving on here. I love it. It actually helps a lot because people get to know who you are. That is true. And if you want to know me more, you can follow me on my sports channel, but that's besides the point. That is besides the point. Um, Yeah. And the cool part is he's grown up with a therapist two times. Two therapists. I mean, when you have a life like that, you're bound to soak in something. Yeah, a little bit. I have a little bit. You know, I've... uh, I have experience in um, the realm of therapy. I know what people who go to therapy deal with. You actually have to... more experience in the realm of rap music for sure than me. So that, that's why pair those two together. That's why reaction therapy is what it is because I know more about the music. You know more about the mm-hmm. therapy, and that's the reaction therapy. So I think we've learned even more about each other this year. Uh, I digress. You know, talking about the year, but. That's kind of what we're here for. That is what we're here for. It is right around like close to the end of the year now. Cheers to Tom as he drinks out of his. What's in there? This is actually Diet Coke. Looks Diet like coffee, Coke. but it's not. But what does yeah. it say on it? I can't. I will always. I will always wait five more minutes with you. I will sweet. always want. Want. I five see, more minutes. You didn't with show you. me the whole thing. I was trying to link around. My to wife see what gave it me said. that for our anniversary, and it is one of the sweetest most satisfying things i could hear from her yeah, she always is so sweet to say that i would always want just five more minutes with you it's just never enough never enough that's how i feel about all of you listening today honestly that's how i think a lot of people feel that way about life you know just just i just want more time you know you mentioned that earlier today you're i just want more truth. time just a little bit more time Not enough time well speaking of time it is uh christmas slash new year's time yep depending if you're a patreon member or not you're seeing this either a couple of days before either Christmas way. or a couple of days before the new year. So it's kind of weird how the times fell like Fridays are right in between Christmas and New Year's this year. Actually, I guess technically Sunday is Christmas and then Sunday would be New Year's Eve or New always, Year's. Always a week apart. So it's pretty cool. Always a week Wait, apart. Wait, so Christmas and New Year's. Christmas and New Year's Day are always yeah. a week apart. Christmas so. Eve and New Year's Eve are always a year apart. At least in America, that's how we work. Yeah, so <laughs> this show is going to be a little bit um, about Christmas and New Year's. I'm trying to Yay! type both, trying to type both of it in. Um, first of all, um, what's your like favorite New Year's tradition that you have? I really don't have one, honestly. New Year's is not as big of a deal for me. Like, I'm not yeah. a big New Year's resolution guy. I'm not a guy who really sets a lot of those. I can mm-hmm. talk about them, but I don't like to set something up and then be let down. And yeah. I don't like to put too high expectations or pressure on things. So uh, probably the famous tradition we have, which is the progressive dinner that we do as a family we've done for years that we have, we have fun with like we're a tradition family. So we do things Christmas Eve, Christmas day, new year's Eve, new year's day. Like, but new year's Eve, typically we haven't met people that have gone out. Number one, I don't want to go out with a bunch of drunk people on the road, like, and end up somewhere where, you know, something bad happens. And there's fireworks going off 
everywhere. And oh. so, plus, secondly, as I've gotten older, I can't really stay up that late. But I don't know that I've ever been a huge, like, New Year's Eve party kind of guy. Yes. Have you ever done fireworks? Mm-hmm. We Because... I just never grew up doing fireworks. Yeah. and We, we did that really... all the way up until you were born. That's funny. We had a party every year on July 4th here, and we had fireworks in the backyard going nuts, crazy. Yeah. And once you came, it all kind of stopped. I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of y'all are probably big firework people. I've never done it, though. Like, I don't think I've ever shot Sometime a Sometimes you need to do it just to see. Just to see what it's like. Yeah. It's probably really uncultured of me or whatever, but I've never done that, so... Just, just thought I would thought I would Some ask. Some people live in areas though you can't do it. Like in the city, True, you can't yeah. do it. So a lot of people can't. True. We have like, you know, fireworks stand right behind our house. Right behind our house. So we we have a good view. We sit in our uh, hot tub usually, and we watch fireworks because <laughs> it's right there. Telling you. But uh, yeah. Okay. So getting into this, um, actually, before we go, you didn't completely say your New Year's. Well, you didn't ask me. Just, well, I didn't know I was supposed to. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to ask you, but I did. Um, <laughs> my, I guess my New Year's thing would be um, just honestly just getting a fresh start. Like, even though, like, I'm not one of those people to, like, I, I think last year I said when it was about to be New Year's, I'm like, you know, people's problems don't change just because the year changes. Like, everything still, mm-hmm. still is there. Like, just because it's a new, you add a number to the end of, the date you know 2022 to 2023 that doesn't really actually do anything it's just another day but a lot of people i feel like make it to be like a whole new thing for me but it is something that's like okay this is a new year um and we can make the most out of it i feel like we should do that every day like every day we should have that mindset so i guess just for me to know it is a new year and say okay you know what like I've tried this before or whatever. And that's where the new year's resolutions come in. I think because people are really, mm-hmm. but also to know that, you know, everybody, just because it's a new calendar year, it doesn't mean that ever, everything changes. Amen to that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to still be grinding here, making videos. So <laughs> that doesn't change yep. for us. Um, however, we will talk about pretty soon how it is going to change. If you stay, stick around for, um, the extra episode, um, follow it on or follow us on patreon or become a youtube member we're gonna be talking about what we are doing to change up reaction therapy going into the new year so i'll mention right. that again at the end of the episode Behind but the scenes wanted, deets if you wanted want to them. uh wanted to let y'all know the now scoop, in other words in case you only watch because some people probably only watch a little bit of it so mm-hmm. if you're still here watching now just know we're gonna be talking about what we're, what we're gonna be doing next year technically um in that extra episode so um Let's go into the topic of the day. I forgot to do the intro, but that's fine. Will it take to flow this thing smoothly, right? I don't know. You know, we've been doing it. What's this like 28? Is this the 28th podcast we've done? It's pretty 28. Pretty insane. Yeah, oh. This is number 28. Um, crazy. Anyway, um, let's go into the topic, which we're going to be talking about kind of in the realm of like Christmas, I guess, because technically some of you are watching it before Christmas. So let's mention a little bit of Christmas. Let's do our wish list for 2023 for reaction therapy. What would you say is on your wish list for what you want to see with reaction therapy? You know, wish some list people... would be interviews for me, finding okay. artists to interview, uh, to continue interviewing different artists and to move into a realm of behind the scenes with them like as a mental health professional and also like podcast wise, I would like to have more 
informational podcast. I'd like to have more mental health talk on podcasts and have more people attract to that because mm -hmm. for some reason people attract to the music, but they don't attract to the information all the time. And yeah. so I'd like to get to a point where there's credibility in the information of mental health. Those are my two biggies. That's that, that was really quickly. I thought you were going to drag that out more. I can. I'll, I'll ask I you. I talk I'll about ask, it all. I'll ask want. you more. I'm, I'm um, good. Deets for days, deets. as they say. Put that on a shirt. We're trying to get new shirt ideas, by the way. Uh, if you have any shirt suggestions, like what we should put on a shirt, because these, at least the one I have on right now, this shirt will not be available to purchase in a couple of days. Bye bye, Most of y'all. So uh, that one will still be available, but yeah. mental health matters, and it does. Um, so I guess for me, like my big wish list for 2023, um, it's not so much on the artist interviews. I think that is a cool thing, and I definitely want to see it happen, but it's not like, on my wish list my wish honestly is to gain more stability that's been my thing for a while just with reaction therapy i want it to be a stable job for me because i want to continue doing it you know like mm -hmm. i think that that makes sense um i'm just out of college and so i don't want to have to get a real job i guess oh, God. but um you know i understand that <laughs> i went to college to get a real job did so. i just hear that but anyway, um, so that's one of my the one dad and me just jumps out. Well, so I didn't. <laughs> we we just people, keep moving on. Keep people on. people take things in different ways, and I I think you might have taken it not the right way that I was trying to per, to portray it. But anyway, um, I'll go on um and say kind of my next item on my wish list. You can laugh all you want. It's I'm okay. not laughing. You are, but I'm it's okay. Partially got a. A little bit of a headache here. That's probably okay. why I'm rubbing my head. Gotcha. But secondly, like this, because people don't see what you do with this, mm -hmm. can be a very full-time and hard job. And in today's world, it's very hard to see that this actually can be a job. So most people's idea when you say, I do a YouTube channel, is a hobby. It's yeah, for exactly. fun. So it's hard. That's why I giggled, because some people conceptually say, well, this isn't a real job anyway. Yeah. But I think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that it very well can be and is for a lot of people a real job. And it's a business. It's a company. It has marketing plans and strategies. It has budgets. It has taxes. It has a lot of stuff to it. And so I think when you say that, you have to be able to say, this is the therapist in me, right? This is really what I want to do. Yeah. And this is the reason rather than I just don't want to go out and get a job because that's what people, at least from my ears, that's what sure. we will hear. Oh, you don't want to work, but I see you work. So yeah. I really mean that sincerely that I see how hard you work at this and it's an endless work. Like it, there's never enough work done. Sure. There's never settling. But when you make comments and I tell people all the time, don't diminish, don't minimize what you do unless you're just not doing anything and you're 25 and you're sitting at home playing video games and not working any. Like, but don't minimize it because if you say, I want, remember I always talk about positive, talk about what you want to do, not what you don't want to do. Talk about where you want to hit a golf ball, not where you don't want to hit it. Yeah. Oh man, I have All of them. Talk about where you want to hit the, shoot the <laughs> basketball, not what you're afraid might happen. Like that kind of thing. That's all, Nick. Uh, that, reminds me, advice. that reminds me of a, uh, if you watch Family Guy, there's, there's a clip. I'm sorry, I had to mention it because I... He goes from this 
great wisdom into Family Guy, right? No, <laughs> but I wanted to make what it. It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be a fun podcast. This you know? is a fun podcast. I feel like, I you know, blast. as what what I've said before, I didn't know I was here to get scolded. But no. Lecture um, two. I'd like to hear how many people actually get this far into the podcast. Like zero, but that's why we're just Comment talking. if you've gotten this far into the um, podcast by scolded, saying scolded. Scold. Anyway, the episode of Family Guy, you brought up the golf thing. Um, Peter Griffin, the main character, and his wife were out playing golf, and um, mm. Peter <laughs> hit a golf ball, and he was trying to tell his wife to hit it, like where to hit it, and um, she's like, "Oh, so you're not supposed to hit it in the water?" And he's like, "No, that like you're supposed to hit it not in the water." And she's like, "Then why do you hit it in the water?" <laughs> and he's like, "You're not supposed to hit it in the water." That's funny. <laughs> it's just a funny, funny Love part. Love it. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Positive, positive mindset. Maybe that's one of my 2023 um, wishlist items for personal for myself is to be more positive about myself. But I guess for reaction therapy, another one of my kind of wishlist items would be to, like, of course, attract more people, like to gain more subscribers and followers. And because our ultimate goal is spreading the mental health awareness. And I feel like as this year is going down, I feel like we need to try to gain more people because there's a lot of people this time of year that struggle with mental health. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the more people we can get, the better, but also just to have more popular videos on our channel, but also to focus more on our members. I feel like that's one big thing that um, we're, we're going to try our very hardest to mm -hmm. do because we have a lot of really cool people that, you know, pay every month for a membership. And that I feel support like our they, mission. Yeah. They need they need to be supported I back, agree. and so I think that's one of I my wishlist items. So, good wish list. Yeah. Anything well else? For, so, your go through your couple again and kind of explain it a little more. Well, I mean, partially self-explanatory, but I want to be able to continue to interview artists and move up the chain in terms of tier artists to be able to talk to them. You know, whether it's Suicide Boys, whether it's NF Twenty One Pilots. Eminem, I don't care, like all those guys. Really, just yeah. a, Tom McDonald, anybody that's an artist, because I like to hear where their head is mental health-wise mm. yeah. and their history versus their now and how they go about selecting music, how they handle what's going on in the world with what they're trying to portray to the world. So interviewing allows me to dive into more mental health topics with people, popular people who are artists. And then the second piece is to be able to get more mental health topics into the podcast and out to the world so that people can learn about anxiety, depression, PTSD, uh, you know, family trauma, uh, learning how to handle anger, communication skills. There's just, just so much in, in the mental health field that I think could help people day to day be a better person, be a happier person, mm -hmm. and be a more productive person in life. And that's what I want. I want to be able to kind of morph some of these podcasts into informational deep dives into things that actually could help. I have clients that come into my office and they're like, well, I was listening to this podcast on narcissism. I was listening to this podcast mm -hmm. on codependency. And I'm like, it's all the stuff I talk about. But yeah. when they go listen to this podcast, it was informational. They got specific things out of it, which they mm -hmm. don't always get other places. True. They could get it from me, but when they hear it there, it kind of reinforces. I want to be able to do more of that. Okay. 
that makes sense. You know what I noticed when people, whenever people say anxiety, the next word after that is depression. Yeah, I don't Opposites. know. Does it like? I have that question about me. Like, is anxiety and depression like the same thing? I feel like whenever people say anxiety, it has to go with depression. No, you can have anxiety without depression. And why do people and you say can be depressed like without anxiety, anxiety, depression? Like, why do they? Why do people go like right into that? I've always wondered that because if you Happy, listen, sad. if you listen to people when they mention anxiety, it's always depression right after. They never go anxiety, OCD, trauma. They never do that. It's addiction. always anxiety, depression. Yeah, back to back. I don't know. I've always good. wondered that. I'm good, like, good uh, noticing. Just, just uh, you know, just my my mind goes crazy. But anyway, um, okay. So that's kind of our Santa's wish list for <laughs> next wish year. list. Um, what about? I know you said at the beginning that you don't really do New Year's resolutions, yeah. but if you had a New Year's resolution for reaction therapy, what would it be? Like something that you're going to try hard to do next year that's, I guess, different than... Are you talking about me or for the channel? Like well, something I'm going to try to do? It's something that you're going to try to do for the channel. That's So something that I'm going to do that's a little bit different next year is is really two things. And we have I haven't totally solidified this. But I'm going to be more honest with how I feel about the music. I'm going to talk about, and the artists, like, obviously I don't know the artist personally, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> and obviously I don't know music, like in terms of the sound and the cadence, like I can't break down, wow, that was a great acapella performance of, and that was a great tenor or bass, or I don't know, I don't know music. So I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how much I like the music, like myself. And how much mental health it had. So I'm going to have some kind of scale that's coming that's going to rate the songs I have. Not that, man, I hated this. Like, this was terrible. Like, I'm not yeah. a guy that really puts down people because all art is art. But I am a guy that says, this is not for me. Like, this isn't something I would probably listen to again or not put on my playlist. And this is something that seems like it requires specific taste or this is something that I would listen to probably every day or once a month or something like that. I'm have a scale of some sort that says super duper mental health, like amazing zero mental health. Hmm. And we'll do it that way. So I'm going to be more honest. And a lot of people okay. have asked that. Yeah. What do you really they think have. of this? You can't like all 500 songs we've done. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Okay. That'd be interesting. I'm I'm excited to do that. That that makes that makes my brain churn of how can I get that scale? What can I do? But anyway. And I <laughs> will piggyback what you said earlier that one of my resolutions is which I think we're doing with the reactions on my therapy tier on YouTube, is to prioritize more of the members that for what they like, what they appreciate, what they want, that they get extra content, that they get personalized content. I want to be able to prioritize the members. So if people want a special treatment, it's like going to a concert, right? If you want a closer experience, 21 Pilots, where he gets carried on a mattress all the way across the arena, and you want to be right up on that, you can. For the right price, you can. And you don't even have to pay like the ultra VIP backstage pass to do that. You can just pay enough to get close enough to see it. Yeah. But we also have all the other levels. So I want to be able to provide more for the members. Those are my two. Very good. Um, yeah, I think my one of my resolutions, obviously, and my wish list, kind of both. But my resolution would be the members thing, too. I've mentioned that before. Um, one of my other resolutions, my main resolution, is to make everything run more smoothly. Because I feel like 
there's been certain times and it's mainly because you have a full-time job <laughs> and that a lot of people like at the rate we go right now, mm-hmm. most people could only do this. And like, we're doing, we're doing two things right now. So I think I'm, my goal and my resolution is to make life a little easier on you and a little more smooth overall, because yeah. I feel like, you know, I can go a little behind the scenes even we really haven't until this last week, we really haven't ever like had a meeting about any of this. Like we kind of just go throughout our day and every now and then we'll talk about stuff. But like now we're actually scheduling meetings with each other to talk about the channel and where, where it's going. And I feel like just having, having it be as organized as a person as I am, I feel like I need to be more organized with how we spread the content around and how, you know i i see you i see how hard you work and i the last thing i want is for this thing to just implode because um, we're overworking each other so well this goes to your point earlier in terms of making it a career or a business yeah whether it's treated like a career and a business and so i have a career and a business i have a practice i've done for 27 years work my behind off to build and create and we have multiple therapists there and we work really hard to to do what we do to provide good therapy and be able to have a business that's successful. So I don't have time to like build and grow another business necessarily right now. And I don't have to, fortunately, I'm grateful that I have the job that I do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't push anything and I, I have tons of ideas, obviously having started a business, I have tons of ideas, right. Of how to create, build and grow a business, but having meetings and stuff, and you bring up a good point that if it's going to be a real business, you have to be able to prioritize it, focus it, have meetings, talk about things. And yeah. that's more on you than it is on me because I go to work every day. And man, my job, I don't think people understand fully until they get behind the scenes, like what my job is like and yeah. what the people are I'm working with are like and the situations are like. You could think you're going in to just be with a person for an hour and somebody in their family could have died or somebody mm-hmm. could have been diagnosed with cancer or somebody could be suicidal. and Hour to hour, it can change. You think it's okay, and then it's not, and something big happens. And there's a fair share of regular therapy stuff that goes on, but there's a lot of shifting and adjusting. And sometimes it's eight or nine people in a day, and it's a lot of emotional energy, and I can't come home and just be light as a feather. I come home heavy because I'm carrying through the day all these people's stories and then having to move to the next. Mm -hmm. So it's a great job. It's a fascinating job. I love my job. But I have to be minimized on what I do here. So yeah. my, I have to store my energy. So when I'm on a live stream or when I'm recording, I'm really ready to do that. Yeah. That's about all I can do. Yeah. And so I think I need, I guess, carrying more of the weight on my shoulders is something that I need to do. But also keep my mental health. Because, you know, I've never been a person, thankfully, that has dealt with a whole lot of, like, super serious mental health issues. I've had always had a good head on my shoulders, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. thanks to you and my mom who have helped me, I guess, along the way, being mental health professionals, they've definitely helped me stay grounded. But like this business at this point, it's been like, wow, this is uh, shaking me. Like it, it's not like where I'm crumbling, but like, yeah. so I think putting more weight on my shoulders, but also regaining my mental health. And we'll talk about a little bit more in the extra episode um, like I said, again, it'll be on for Patreon members and YouTube members. Mm-hmm. But 
um, I'm going to talk a little bit more more deeply about what I mean by that. So mm-hmm. um, if you haven't, go make sure you're subscribed to there. But anything else you want to mention on this subject before we move on to questions from people? Questions. I love questions. I asked you a question and you didn't say anything. Nothing more. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the defense rests, Your Honor. So that was our wish list and New Year's resolutions for 2023. Um, happy 2023, everybody. And just yes. a week, a few days to a week, um, it will be a new year. So um, hopefully you have enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this last year, and I'm sure you have as well. So, okay, let's get into Q&A now. Here we go. Let's go. We have, let's do, we got three questions. Today. Three. These three. are going to be in-depth questions. Well, I mean, we could do more, but I'm just going to settle for three. Um, okay. First one says, what can you do if you want to be in therapy, but you can't afford it? That's the first part. Okay. And then do you have recommendations for books or videos that can help you dive in to help yourself work on, basically can, that can help you work on yourself like the same amount that you could with a therapist is kind yeah. of what that question is meaning. But like, so if you can't afford therapy, what can you do? And is there any books or uh, videos they said? Yeah. That can help? There are plenty of free therapy services and resources out there. I mean, we have them listed on the description of, of all our video. There are free resources out there. They are not the most high quality. Like I'll be honest with everybody that, it is not just you get what you pay for in mental health field because sometimes you get bad therapy for a lot of money and that's not always good. But the higher quality therapists are going to be more expensive for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've been around for a while and have a lot of good experience. And number two, they've built up their practice over time and spent a lot of time and money investing in their credentials and their licensing. You know, if people came into my office and you see just the office to, to pay for the office, to pay for the coffee, the water, the snacks, the furniture, the the place, the setup that we have to make it comfortable. Yeah. It all costs money to run. And it's, it is also an investment in the quality of help that you're getting. So if you want help learning how to cook, well, you can go a lot of places and learn how to get recipes and and yeah. cook from different chefs, but there are high quality chefs that might charge more to you for cooking lessons that you would learn amazing stuff from that you never would have learned from somebody else because they have more experience, more know-how, they've been trained differently, and they actually know how to teach it differently. So therapy is valuable. When you find the right one, they're gonna be harder to find and more expensive. And also the better ones are harder to get into also because people are already wanting to get there. The resources are there. It's better to start somewhere than nowhere. So it's better to take the free resources, you know, look at NAMI or look at something on our website or Google in any kind of free mental health counseling and find somewhere to go to. And if it's bad, then go to some, go to another person. It's okay. You can hop around, but do your best to keep looking for it. If you can't find good therapy, support groups are always good. They're found at churches. You don't have to go to a church to do it. A lot of churches house 12-step meetings and support groups for divorce or grief or trauma or loss that are always good that anybody in the public can go to. So find support groups, uh, find uh, coaches, mentors in life, people that you believe in, that even you work with, 
that might be older and more experienced that would say they could take you under their wing and kind of help you with advice and, and understanding when it comes to finances or relationship or life choices. Like I'm a big believer in mentoring and just, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody who was like 30 something years old came to me and said, I just want a good guide, not somebody I have to meet with all the time, but somebody to bounce ideas off of, would you mind doing that? I had mentors that were 20 years older than me that had already been married, had kids and done financial stuff. And I was, I get a lot out of that. It's very good to have mentors. So you got therapy, you've got support groups, you've got mentoring. You've also got skills of journaling that you could do to just write out kind of what's going on with you, which leads into the second part of being able to, um, to have other ways of doing things. Podcasts are good on mental health. And the easiest way is start listening to some start checking out some books. And if you're reading it, it's not hitting home with you or making sense to you because there's a bazillion books on mental health, then skip on to something else, but try, you know, anything by Brene Brown, who was here from Houston, who did tons of stuff and research on vulnerability, which is always a good thing. Uh, you mentioned one, the last podcast of the body knows the score. Somebody asked about, mm. uh, those are good brain based things are good that are like common lay terms. Uh, of um, of EMDR and being able to um, forget the name. I'm blanking on the name of the book right now that that I wanted to talk um, about. But podcast uh, shows, any kind of mental health reading. I don't want to give specific books to that all the time because yeah. it depends on if it's marriage, if it's addiction, if it's trauma, if it's anxiety, that kind of thing. So. I believe in all of that, but what I say is go get something, start reading it, go get something and listen to it, go get something and do it and see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you move on to something else. Yeah. Be proactive about it. Don't just let yeah. it sit. Like, like just like people mm -hmm. say, um, bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. It's the same thing with therapy. Like some therapy is better, not necessarily from a bad, bad publicity is not, better than no publicity. Not, yeah. not like a bad therapist is better than having no therapist at all, but getting some help is better than not getting any, I feel yeah. like so. Attempting to get help and continuing to try. That's why I tell people, you know, 10%, it's been more than that lately, 10 to 20% of my practice I take for free. Mm -hmm. And I believe in that. I don't have to take them for free. I just choose to, and I do it on a case-by-case -case basis. And so uh, all those people would tell you, I'm so blessed to have this therapy and to have it for free they take advantage of it. And I don't take people unless they really work on themselves. Like I'm not going to take somebody in who doesn't pay, who's just, you know, yeah, not trying. I'm going to take them because they're going to work on it. But they would tell you, like, I'm an example of somebody who got this that couldn't afford it. And thanks to Tom, I happened to be in the right place at the right time or with the right person. And I was able to get in there and, and I keep them as long as they're here years, even I'll keep them mm -hmm. to be able to get through the treatment they need to, but it's out there. Don't give up. Keep trying. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, I don't think you're going to be able to answer because I don't know if you know the answer, but it's a music related question. Which member of the Suicide Boys do you like more, Scrim or Ruby? <laughs> That's a loaded question. That's not a fair question. I know. I don't know them well enough because I love the way their voices are so distinct and I can't even call out their voices all the time. Yeah. What are you talking about in the way they sing or in the person that they are? Well, people are actually having like a, not a debate in the, our comment section, but they're asking like, like how can how can you choose or whatever? This person says who wrote the question. In terms of rapping, this person thinks Ruby is better, mm -hmm. but in terms of actual production and beats, it's um, Scrim. 
Yeah, I can't answer that because I haven't heard their individual production of beats or music or anything, and I wouldn't be able to know. Uh, I love, I love two things. Number one, Scrim's vocalness with mental health and what he's been through and how he's worked on himself and changed himself over time that I believe this February coming up is going to be three years sober. I think for him, uh, I believe maybe four, but I think it's three and him being able to talk about it in concert, both of them do, but for him to be able to be the leader of that and do that, I think is super duper impressive. Yeah. And he's very honest about that. I do like Ruby's performance, and I think they're unique people. Yeah, they are. I think Scrim, to me, Scrim is a natural-born leader. So to me, Scrim is, I see as a front man that just uh, is straight up, runs the show. Ruby, to me, uh, who doesn't necessarily, from the look, look like he could rap the way he does, yeah. but he's phenomenal. Yeah. And I love the way he... <laughs> the way he does that i said it in one of his recent songs yeah i think it's phenomenal so i do like very unique things about them yeah that's facts that's true yeah i mean i don't Obviously know them well an expert i don't yeah, know not, them well yeah. enough either, either one of us does. i think it's funny they're scrim and ruby they're very unique names their names are unique the titles of their songs are unique the videos unique. they make are unique the way their music's put together who else does music like that at all I don't think anybody. You know, you could take somebody like Eminem where people try to to copy that and try to be more like Eminem. People take uh, Juice World and they try to create beats and and music and things similar. There is nobody like them. There's really not with the way they produce. And even on their their new album mixtape whatever it's called that reacts to the whole thing, which is yeah. pretty impressive. Um, I felt like they had a little bit of different sound in a couple other songs. Mm -hmm. They sounded a little different than what very they, different than what they've done. In fact, the past, I ranked so. those songs in the breakdown, the reaction. This is the first album reaction we've ever done in yeah. a year, and I ranked them because I thought there's real different music here. Like, yeah, they took these songs. It is like a mixtape. Is that what it's yeah. supposed to well, be? It's kind of like it's a, very different. I don't know if they would say it's an album or not, but it's like it's a short album because they just released an album. So yeah. it's kind of like just a, yeah. I think it's a mixtape basically, yeah. but I'm about to sneeze, but I, love I hope it. I don't sneeze away. Yeah, I think I'm good. Let yeah, us have good. it. Anyway, that, that's actually going to do it for podcast. We're out of time. What? I'm so sorry. No more quest. What? We got to We got to give more insight on the, the members only. What about the inspiration at the end? Oh, we'll do that one real quick. I forgot about that. Didn't even Button forget. push, nothing what happened. What happened? I literally checked it it's before. Gone. Wait, no, that was the wrong one. That's why. I pressed the wrong button. Um, Right here. There we go. I clicked hey, the I just want people to know button. real quick. I always say tomorrow can be different than today. If today was terrible, tomorrow can be better. You got to always remember that. If this year stunk, tomorrow and next year can be great. It doesn't mean it's going to be. It doesn't mean you just snap your fingers. And it doesn't mean just because you wish it, it'll happen. But... You can do things in your life to make life better next year. So just remember that if this year was great, you can make next year great. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean it has to be one or the other. You can keep it on a good track. So always remember that it's up to me to make life as good as I can make it. It's not up to me to make everything perfect. Mm -hmm. And life comes at you hard sometimes and bad things happen. But it's up to me to, to really take care of how I handle life situations. Remember that you're in charge. Boom. You're in charge of yourself.
Anyway, um, if you like, I said at the beginning and in the middle, if you want to see kind of more of our um, behind the scenes, scoop, behind the scenes, all that good stuff, scoop for go. next year, go to the extra episode, Patreon.com/slash Reaction Therapy, or become a member. YouTube links are all in the description, so just find which link you want. Reactions are my therapy tier. Um, yeah, join all the tiers. Just all the join tiers. every tier. Love y'all. Thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, therapy Podcast. podcast.